Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. Joining us this morning is Jamie Peterson with Players Dinock. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate well, it. Thanks for having me, Craig. I appreciate it. Before we get going about what you want to talk about, you do have a play on the stage. Oh my gosh, And yes. that's the first time since last March of 2020. March of 2020 is, is uh, when we closed Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. We Right at the edge of the pandemic. Right I mean, there. I mean, you were holding your breath. We were working like uh, every two hours. We were working with the health department to make sure it was still okay. Are we still okay to do the show? What do we need to do? You know, before people were even like wearing masks on the regular, we were in there scrubbing the seats and wiping down all the surfaces and stuff. So when we closed out the last performance of Mamma Mia, that's when the world shut down. That was yeah. it, man. We were. We were done, you know, and I think it was that very next Tuesday. Well, that would have been Saturday, Monday. Yeah. Sunday night was when the governor started shutting things down. Exactly, On yep. that Monday. So, yeah, that, you couldn't get much closer. We could not get much closer. And unfortunately, really, we have not performed to the public, uh, you know, up until when we opened uh, Friday. last Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You did keep yourself busy with a couple of projects. You tried an online one that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I will say this is that, you know, when you are forced into a situation that we were with uh, with the performing arts where your, your theaters are closed, we've never seen community theater come together across the nation ever like it had during the pandemic. Uh, here locally, uh, you know, we, we produced a show for the American Association of Community Theaters, a competition show, and we brought people in our we, we, we streamed people in electronically from other places, Florida, Chicago, uh, lower to Michigan, to be a part of the production live mm-hmm. on stage. So we were performing live, recording it for a national competition, and we've got, we've got actors all over the place. Um, our composer during the rehearsal process was in Chicago. I think he was in Washington. He was down in Georgia. He was down in Florida. They were bouncing all over the place. Uh, we also uh, partnered across the nation by doing script readings, so we'd set up Zoom meetings, and we get theaters from across the across the nation. Even people that were a part of players mm-hmm. that had moved away in the past, uh, beloved friends Eric and Christina Henderson, who used to be incredibly involved in Players to Knock, and now they're in Montana. This pandemic gave them an opportunity to get involved in what we were doing again. It was very creative. Uh, I thought it was a great storyline. It was funny. Yes. Yeah, uh, but you had some issues. When you, of course, you can only do it once. That's right. And yeah. you ended up with some issues, and you can't fault that. No, no, no. We had a, it was we had a, still quite the production. Uh, yeah, Jerry's Brain, our competition piece to present that on the national level, to to have not just uh, not just people across the U.S. Uh, it was streamed on Broadway on demand, but actually in, in other countries, watching this this amazing theater that was originally written and produced right here in Escanaba. I mean, who does that? Mm-hmm. We do that. <laughs> we do that. In such a way. What did they say about the one part where he's up on stage and he's being videotaped and it's up on the screens and it all happened at the same time? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like there an was one inception moment. moment. Yeah, yeah where, where we're taping him and streaming. We're streaming the actor Did you get from any the comments on, on that? Uh, it was, yes, yes. What did they say? Well, um, 
we had adjudicators from across the nation. We had a, a, a Broadway director who was evaluating our show. We had a, a couple of folks from the West Coast and also someone from the Midwest. Um, they were so impressed with, uh, with the technical aspects of the show that um, we were actually awarded. Uh, I, I actually received the uh, National Award for Best Technical Director okay. of a Performance. So, and it wasn't just, just that particular scene, but all the elements, all the streaming and all the actors off stage that were projected on stage. It was a, it was a great experience. Uh, a well, lot of good congratulations on that. I don't remember announcing that. I didn't really announce it. Why, but yeah. why not? Um, That's a great thing. It, it is. It is. And I'm very proud of it. At the time, I, I was disappointed. It was the only award that we came away with. And well, I always, you had that issue during your yeah, performance. I always like a couple to high, of issues, highlight the group above... Uh, above the individual so but yeah we had a wonderful time we kept moving we kept people involved even when the pandemic prevented us from doing so now you have some really cool things that are going to be happening and i'm pretty excited about this one playing dead a cemetery walk with players to knock yes yes in fact last year when the pandemic hit we had uh, put together uh, a partnership with the lakeview cemetery uh, which is right across from holy name and then uh, some members of the delta county historical society and said hey let's let's do something outside something safe and let's re uh, let's let's bring to life these pivotal characters that help build our community so kind of all of the Escanaba famous people and then some very notable individuals from the past. So what we've had is, unfortunately, we had to put that on hold last year. This year, Kathy um, LaDuke um, and Nicole Rossell have like taken up that flag and have got this show back on, on its feet and moving forward. Uh, they are, are, I think they're going to have 15 different reenactors from the past so scattered throughout the cemetery um, participants are going to be able to walk through Lakeview Cemetery they're going to be guided by one of our own maybe some interesting little creepy character <laughs> that will take you via lamplight around the cemetery Ooh, at night that's cool uh, and they're going to start to escort you to the grave sites of these uh, these really interesting folks uh, we've had um, um, three writers who have put together all the scripts. So they've, they've write little kind of somewhat art artistically exercised scripts of these historic individuals, adding some true elements, but maybe some artistic flair as well. Uh, and you're going to walk to each one of these grave sites uh, throughout the process and meet some of the people that you've heard their names forever, but you might not know who they are. Such as? I, mean, I can't give it away. What? Okay, well, I'm hoping that McDonald's in there somewhere because he's the only lieutenant governor, basically one of two from the UP. We who, also have some husbands and wives that are that are going to be spurned. <laughs> are we giving away dirty laundry out of this story? No, no, no. no is this no, no. like, uh, what is that, anthology? What was that one called? Oh, gosh. Where you, you got the stories from the dead? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not like, uh, oh, like okay. Tales from the Crypt or anything like that. No, 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 uh, not that one. No, but it's... Spoon it's, River Anthology. Oh, yes, yes. That was, that was a really cool piece. This is, this is going to be fun. It, it's and We've never attempted anything like this before. Obviously, it's going to be outside. It's going to be in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, two we, performances. Two performances only. So each night, we're going to have... Um, uh, I think we've got 60 tickets per 15-minute time slot. So essentially, we're going to have three groups of 20 people, up to 20 people. They're all going to leave at the same time. Those three groups are going to be separated, so they'll hit different parts of the cemetery at the beginning, and then they'll overlap and they'll end in different places. So every 15 minutes, we're going to be sending out 
basically like 60 people uh, into the cemetery to go through this interactive experience. Um, it will have kind of candlelight paths and some, you know, elements that'll kind of get you in the mood for Halloween. Of course, we need time in the cemetery. But to do this, we absolutely need tons of help. Um, and this is a great opportunity because the involvement is not like that of a normal play. In a normal play, you spend five nights a week for six weeks rehearsing your lines and being at the theater and such. This is completely different. Yeah. This is a great opportunity for people who maybe have never been involved in players before. This could be a great opportunity for someone who may not have that that time commitment where they can actually um, they can help be a guide. They can be support staff at the cemetery that night. They can audition to be one of the 15 historical um, members from the community. And they can do that by, by coming down to the theater this Sunday and this coming up Monday at 7 p.m. We're going to have a real short reading, uh, an audition. Uh, and if you're not interested in being one of those 15 characters, but you still want to help in this really interesting thing it's a really mm -hmm. unique walk you can come down and just say hey I, i'd like to help and we're going to find a place for you because there's a lot of people that love halloween oh yes That's we love sure. halloween do you oh yes you get into it oh all, all the kids are you know tie well, i've seen your yep. costumes yeah you, our costumes you go above and beyond and uh, and our house is all decorated and even my son uh ty who's 11 mm -hmm. Uh, he's going to be perfect for one of the guides because he loves to ham it up. And then uh, Jack is going to be involved too. He's going to help with, with some of the technical aspects of it. And Jack's, uh, Jack's 14. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're really trying to uh, make sure that, that we are welcoming and inviting new people in. Costumes, I'm going to assume, is going to be a big part of this as well. Yes, yes. Um, my wife Beth has uh, has offered to take on costumes. I know she's going to be recruiting some help, especially getting those historical pieces. Uh, but she's also going to talk with anybody who volunteers about some of the items that they probably have in their own closet right now that would be appropriate to wear if they're going to be helping. Or maybe they just want to be a spooky ghoul in the cemetery that night and just kind of <laughs> maybe give people a little scare here and there. The auditions are going to be at the theater? Yes, yes. All right, so they come at 7 o'clock. They'll go through the side door there, I'm assuming, So we'll have the parking lot? We'll have the front doors open. The front doors, okay. And, and the side door open, just like if you're coming to a show. So at 700 First Avenue South mm -hmm. is the Boniface Theater location. And then this Sunday, um, at uh, which is October 3rd, and then Monday, October 4th at 7 p.m., and again, if you'd like to audition for one of the one of the parts, they're going to have a, a couple of speaking um, uh, pieces that you can you can do in front of the director. If you just want to be a part of it and you just want to be want to help make this uh, really fun, just stop down and let them know that that you want to be a part of the uh, of the action. If you're unable to stop down but you still want to participate, you can message Players Dinock. You can find us on on Facebook, uh, Players Dinock. Uh, in Escanaba, and you can send us a, a, a private message through Messenger, and we will get uh, back in touch with you. When will tickets go on sale? Tickets are on sale right now. Okay. Yeah, we have a wonderful new website, um, and we have uh, restored a lot of our uh, our historic pictures and some new information. One of our board members, uh, Lou Reynolds, and one of our past board members, uh, Sarah LaMarche, have worked so so long and hard to create a wonderful new website um, so you can find the audition information right there and also tickets 
on every page of the of the website there's a small little ticket uh, emblem up in the corner you click on that and you can purchase some tickets for the walk what is the cost uh, fifteen dollars uh, for the cemetery walk very good and we should run about an hour 15 maybe an hour and a half in a very slow gingerly pace through the cemetery <laughs> with maybe a couple little extra heartbeats along the way well it it's a nice walk because the cement is you know, it's not yes. a gravel or anything like that. It's a very smooth. It is a paved path. Walk, yeah. It is a paved walkway, and you may have to step into the grass, uh, you know, a few feet off just to get around uh, some of the headstones that we'll be working with. But yeah, it's just, or you could stay on the path if you if yeah. you'd like. But. I think the historical part, besides the yes, the yes. entertainment part of it, yes. is going to be really interesting. What was it like to research that? Uh, I know you weren't a part of it, but yeah. Well, actually, we did it. We did a portion of the research uh, last year. Um, it was working with Lakeview Cemetery has been just a, a blessing from the get go. They've been so encouraging uh, and inviting. And in fact, um, this is an idea that was stolen from uh, some friends of mine who are who do this downstate. So this is not an, an original idea by any any means. They do this in various other communities. But when we when I brought this up a year ago to Jean Rose, who is the president of the board for Lakeview mm-hmm. Cemetery, she's like, I have been wanting to do this for years. Really? Okay. Yes. And, uh, and we're excited that we're really making it happen. It's really happening. Well, that cemetery does have a lot of the historical figures from our community. Yes, it does. So it, you're right up. You're right there. And it's know. beautiful. Um, it's really beautiful. There was uh, probably, gosh, maybe 10 years ago, my wife and I were, were talking about, about field trips, and we brought up the fact for her grade school art students um, would go over for a field trip. And it would be wonderfully um, and artfully uh, headed by none other than Mr. Don Arnson. Mm. Um, his, his knowledge of the community was, was wonderful. He shared with the children. They got permission to do rubbings of some of the more decorative headstones. So, you know, it was a wonderful experience for uh, my wife's art students. And, uh, and we love that place. Another project that's coming up is called Tally's Folly. Yes, yes. This is going to be our last show of the calendar year. Uh, so Tally's Follies is directed by Jim Soderberg, and it is a story of, uh, it's a just two, two-person two play, uh, middle-aged woman, middle-aged man, uh, and they're kind of thrown into um, a situation where it is, uh, it is comedic, but it's also romantic um, at the same time. It's, uh, it's being only two people, once you're on stage, you pretty much never leave. Uh, Only two on stage? Correct. The yes. whole time? Yes. No other support? Yeah, no, no. Wow. Just two. You really need somebody with a lot of confidence to be able to do that. Well, and, and you're having auditions the same time that you're correct. doing the cemetery. Yes. Don't get them mixed up. We have, we'll have some signage. We'll have some people coming in. You know, So if, uh, if all of a sudden you go thinking you're reading for some spooky yeah. cemetery thing and you're reading some romantic excerpt, you're probably at the wrong audition. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, no, uh, Tally's Follies, amazing show, written by, uh, like award-winning show, written by Lanford Wilson, directed by Jim Soderberg. The auditions, again, for this show will also be at the theater, uh, October 3rd and October 4th at the Boniface Theater, 7 p.m. is the start time. Like I said, we'll have some signs there to help direct people. You can, uh, you can actually audition for both, uh, because the way we've got the shows set up, they're not going to overlap. Hmm. That's true. These shows don't yep. go until December. Yep. So Tally's Follies will start rehearsing and with it just a two-person show. It's going to be a very flexible rehearsal schedule, uh, according to director Jim Soderberg. So he's willing to work around those two people as well as when we rehearse and perform for the cemetery show, 
We're only going to be coming in a few days before because people will be learning their lines at home, you know, learning their parts um, or their little monologues as they represent some historical figures from the past. So, yeah, it's it's it, I, I'm always excited about theater. You mm-hmm. know that it is it is in my blood and my I well, love you do it. so much with it, too. So that's a good thing. We do. And we try to it vary keeps it. it alive in our community, not to mention being we're on the radio. Um, we also, and I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here, but I said that Tally's Follies was the last show. Oh, you have the radio. We have the radio show, show yeah, as well. Christmas. And, uh, and yeah, I, I didn't prepare as, uh, as I usually do to, to mention that radio show, but yes, we, we will have that as well, which is. Well, you can come in again. Yeah. Talk about before those auditions. Players Denox. When will you do those in November or December? Because um, that's a reading one. It is. Generally. It's a reading one. So usually we do that pretty early in December. Mm-hmm. Um, we get that knocked out, and then uh, and then you get to read right from the scripts and record it with uh, with old Foley sounds right on the stage. And it's it's again it's an it's an amazing opportunity for someone who might not be able to commit to five or six weeks of rehearsals. When we do the radio show, it's like three four days, and you're done. Mm-hmm. And when we do it, it's maybe like an hour and a half at a time. Um, but just getting into that environment, feeling that that reminiscent vibe of doing an old, a, an time old radio show. Yes, yeah. my it gosh, is pretty cool it's so see. fun. It's like Garrison Keillor, you know? Right, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, it would Yeah, it would be fun. Jamie Peterson is with Players Dinak here in Escanaba. A couple of projects coming up. Auditions this Sunday at 7 o'clock and Monday at 7 o'clock at the Boniface Arts Center Theater. Uh, for both the uh, Cemetery Walk and Tally's Folly. Yes, so please come check us out. Um, if, you, if, if you've been on the fence about it, if you're a little nervous about, about getting together, just know that especially our Cemetery Walk, it's going to be outside, socially distanced, safe. We're going to have a great time. Um, and one last thing, I'm, I'm actually on my way out of town right now to attend the Community Theater Association of Michigan's annual meeting our fall conference uh tomorrow in midland michigan where we bring theaters together from uh, uh theaters across what would the you do there then uh I, i've served on the board for the last four years uh, i serve as their treasurer what we do is every time we have a, a theater conference the sole purpose of the community theater association of michigan is to help theaters thrive and we do that by education so we offer classes and workshops on directing, acting, um, musical theater, technical theater. Uh, we're doing a wonderful piece right now on um, uh, volunteer recruitment okay. and retainment. Post-pandemic has hurt a lot of theaters, not just financially, but with the hands that help. So helping community theaters with that That's part right. of it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And we always try to, to, we're always looking to make sure that we're, we're doing what's current, make sure that we are advancing with the culture. We did some wonderful um, uh, workshops recently that talked about gender equality. Um, we've got one of our own uh, subcommittee chairs that are working on um, a really easy presentation for uh, the awareness of pronouns. Um, and how people's pronouns are changing and how we need to be aware and respect that. So we've got... And maybe still respect the historical part of a, of a play. Oh, yes. Because some, exactly. sometimes these are written yeah. decades ago. There are, there are. And making that choice, if, if you're going to be producing a piece that may not be as acceptable in today's culture, is to how you approach that. Well, theater's always been kind of on the edge, too. It needs to be. Sometimes, you know, yes. it depends on the play. And that's where you kind of challenge 
society's norm sometimes. We do, yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like realigning the compass, you know, because sometimes we do get a little bit out of alignment or we could <laughs> fall into a way of thinking. So theater is hopefully there to, to shake things up a bit. You shouldn't, uh, it's something we should enjoy, appreciate, um, but also, you know, we should be walking out of the theater thinking of stuff. Speaking of the edge, the cemetery walk <laughs> coming up. You can get those tickets online at playersdenock.org. Playersdenock.org. Tickets can also be purchased at the Boniface Art Center at 700 First Avenue South or... You should stop in and see our friends at the Chamber Center. That's right, right on the corner of the fairgrounds, right off the highway. You can stop in during business hours, and the check out uh, the two museums there. Yes, oh my gosh, those mm-hmm. it is crazy. What a gem in our community. The performance are October twenty second and twenty third, and then uh, tickets on sale yet for the December play. Tally's Follies tickets are also on sale okay. right now. Yes, and then uh, the the radio show we do in December is always free of charge. There you go. Jamie Peterson, Players Denock, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks, Craig. Good luck with everything. Oh, sorry. Break a leg with everything. We're going to break them all. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor, SwedishPimple.com. Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com. You can continue to follow us at HometownEscanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Mm-hmm.